First one unmuted. Oh, you bastard. I'm the last first one. one. Uh, it took me a first minute to figure out how to unmute myself. Uh, you do. Let's see how much so of a dumpster fire we can turn this into. Well, first off, where speaking of dumpster fires, where is the human dumpster fire, Adam? Where is he at tonight? <laughs> he was at, um, what's the name of that hamburger place that you get really, really fat from? Um, oh, Culver's. Culver's. There you go. Yeah, Culver's, Culver's, where the burgers are ninety percent butter. Ooh. I've never even heard of Culver's. What is that? Not that good, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I guess he's oh, on a family road trip, right? He's on. He's like, is he going to send us Christmas card? Like, is he taking Christmas card photos and stuff? Like, I feel like we should make fun of Adam, like you guys make fun of me when I go places with my no, family. No, we'll I work. think Adam's going cross country to no. get uh, his his transition surgery taken care of. Oh, oh. got you. Got was, you. We're not supposed to tell anybody, but that's what he told me in private because me and him are like this. You're like best this. friends. You know. You know what's interesting is like. Um, you know, just randomly when I'm when I'm throughout the day, I'll just be driving and it's like, hey, you know what? I haven't talked to Bill in a while, so I'm going to call my buddy Bill. I pick up the phone and I call Bill and we talk like half an hour. We're buddy buddies, right? Sometimes we'll send each other selfies and stuff. And then, you know, randomly Adam today, you know, I called him. I was like, hey, dude, what's going on, man? We were we were talking. We sent each other selfies. But I've like, never this? talked to Joe on the phone. None of us nope. have ever talked to Joe on a phone. No, no. Never. We don't even know if change. Joe really lives in the United States or in Canada. We don't know. I'm pretty sure it's the United States. He just can't yeah. go anywhere because of those FBI regulations when you enter Hashtag. into the witness protection program. Bump dumplings. See, bump dumplings. Yeah. You know what they always say? The best place to hide the best place to hide is hide is in plain sight. In plain sight, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Don't get it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so what's up? We got so, some people to say hi to. Yeah. As That's always, right, say hi to our little buddy Randy and his big buddy Luke. Ruff, 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 ruff. There you go. Little doggy action. That's the only sound pad I have for overtime How on my you? board right That's, here. We're already out of it. Sound effects options. How about the other? Um, oh, man. Yep. The other Luke. Say oh, what yeah. about my boy? The other Luke. <laughs> Where is the other Luke? The other you know. Luke is a terror right now, and he's in the other room. Uh, my daughter's having like a little birthday party with all of her friends in the other room, and the dogs and they're entertaining them. I'm Man, that you. guy! I do not get sleep with that dog. My wife and I take turns, but we get up three times a night, usually eleven, one, and four is when we have to get up and take him to the bathroom. Medication, oh. you have to, eh? Yeah, mm. it's like having a kid again. Yeah, you know. <laughs> And it's funny, too, because like I can get him to calm down. He'll come in my office. I've been building a computer, and I'm in here working on it, and he just chills in my office, but then my wife opens the door, and he goes berserk when he sees her. And it's like, dude, he was so chill five minutes ago, and then he loses his mind when he sees my wife and's like, hey, I want to play because she plays with him. I just say, sit down, stupid. Don't move. That's right, and it's, yeah. it's always going to probably be that way. Yeah. So you're going to be the... I had second thoughts about doing this, but you know that picture that you sent where like you're holding the dog, and he's like licking the side of your face? Yeah. So I was going to Photoshop my head and your dog's head doing that. <laughs> then I was like, you know, people might take that out of context. <laughs> that might come across as kind of gay, but I think that stuff's hilarious. Our one thirty four a hole. I have one dog. Who left? That's what you're asking. Out. You said how many dogs? I didn't know what that meant. So, so what's up, man? But, man. Oh, so how's your guys' week? 
that right? I'll tell you, I'm go beat ahead. for my You're week. You're beat? I'm beat yeah. from doing not much of anything, but... I got to say, we're, I want to I talk about something today, and I kind of just, you know, we're not going to name names. Um, We're not going to name any incriminating... I am so excited inside. We're not going to name any incriminating information, okay? Hold on. Um, but uh, I... I don't know if Bill... I'm assuming Bill's Bill, just oh. sitting there. Yeah. I'm assuming he's met. There we go. Okay. So, yeah. um, we were listening to something Do before it. this. We were listening to something. And dog. I got to say, I don't understand the sales process. Okay. I'm not a salesman. I'm nope. a commercial air conditioning and refrigeration technician. Okay. Don't get me wrong. There's a, there's an aspect to all of our jobs that includes sales. And I feel like there's a right and a wrong way to do sales. <laughs> High pressure sales, manipulation sales, psychological mind fuck is bullshit okay when when you have to trick someone into signing a paper you're wrong yes i agree period plain and simple you are absolutely wrong and there's nothing right and i don't know how you sleep at nighttime i think if you run an hvac business and the majority of your training involves sales techniques and different ways to talk to customers and motivate them to replace things rather than replace even though honestly the cost would be easier to or the, you know, the cost would be much better for them to just repair it yeah and you hardly have any technical training and your 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 technicians know more about sales techniques than actual system operations yeah, yeah i think i think and, you're you're a piece of garbage and and um wait i just saw something in here um someone uh who just said it right now uh, Joe uh, Fiducioso, I don't know if I hey. butchered your name. He just said that he had 12K in sales, no pressure on the last call. The, okay, there's nothing wrong with making a sale. I Again, I'm going to preface this. There's nothing wrong with making a sale, but manipulation is what bothers me. I just listened to, Bill and I just listened to, someone describe their sales process and how they trick the customer and lie to the customer. And they literally, in the, the conversation this person was having, literally said, I get psychological about it and yeah. then proceeded to explain the sales process and how the person pretends that he's not a salesman and how he goes and pretends like he's making a phone call to his boss, letting the customer hear the phone call. Hey boss, I'm here, you know, and, and, and it's just dirty. It makes me, I don't know how that person sleeps at night. Now, again, I understand that that sales is a part of people's jobs and you have to do them. Like I get it, you know, I just Oh, that it just it just bothers me just to think that I, I could just imagine that person trying to sell something to my grandma and that's just messed up you know, it, it's sad that it's it's become such a huge part of the industry too like like there's actual businesses devoted and you guys all know what i'm talking about everybody in the chat oh, you guys yeah. know you've seen them on social media and i'm not calling anybody out any specific person i don't give a shit but yeah we've you know there's whole industries dedicated to we'll teach you how to sell and in my opinion there's different ways like we'll teach you how to sell is we will teach you if you're an awkward person like myself you're going to teach me how to properly communicate with the customer and when the time comes for me to honestly sell them a new product then i can properly communicate and not be yeah. so awkward and yeah. i won't have to wear sunglasses when i talk to them and then i can actually sell them or these other places are like well we're going to teach you how to manipulate the situation pretend you know make a fake phone call to your boss and and manipulate the situation and, and, and pressure 
the customer into feeling like, well, I've already committed. I have to, I have to do it now. And plus he told me I'm going to die because there's surface rust on my heat exchanger or whatever. There's Uh, a big difference to me. And to be fair, what we were talking about, I mean, I understand if, if a heat exchanger is cracked, it, it, the gas needs to be shut off. The system needs to be shut down for liability reasons. Okay. I get that. Mm. Again, even surface rust, okay? Surface rust, okay, there's something going on. Maybe they have humidity issues. Maybe it's something, but surface rust doesn't necessarily mean it's cracked, doesn't necessarily mean it's carbon monoxide poisoning instantly, right? Even if a heat exchanger is cracked, it doesn't mean carbon monoxide poisoning, but there's liability there. So if you have a cracked heat exchanger or a hole, it needs to be shut down. No ifs, ands, or buts about it, okay? But surface rust on a heat exchanger, okay, that's something you bring up to the customer. Okay, you know, that's something you 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 start. Hey, we need to start discussing some things here because this is going to lead to something. Yeah, okay, you that's start a conversation. This in your budget. That's a fair conversation. Now, I want to be fair, completely fair to both sides of this conversation. I am a commercial service technician. Okay, I'm a business owner too. On the commercial side, right? In what I do as a service technician, I don't sell. I literally, and I I shouldn't say I don't sell. I don't have to try. I go onto a roof. Someone pays me to come out and service their equipment. I go onto a roof and I take note. I look at the big picture and I just go down and report the information to them and they choose what they want to fix. You know, I'm not going there and it works. You, you would never be able to pressure people on the commercial side. It doesn't work that way. You're dealing with corporate people and, you know, there's there's no way. So to be fair, I don't understand the residential market. OK, uh, I know how to fix things. And that's something that I want to know, too. You know, what happened, you know, in the beginning of COVID when all this stuff went down, probably shouldn't have said that word on here. But in the beginning of that, you know, there was a credit crunch. Um, I'm part of a lot of social groups and a lot of the, the big time business owners and stuff. They were starting to panic because they were having a hard time finding credit. They couldn't find people that would finance because everybody was getting scared because we didn't know where the economy was going. And certain people that I follow on social media were panicking. You could see it in their comments. And what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And my question is, during that time, do you think any of those big sales companies would have survived off of repairs? Do you think they're even capable of repairing anything? I don't think so. I've seen little social media posts where they've like, we had to call so-and-so in to repair something when they were doing one of these, uh, what you want to call it, without calling anybody out, ride arounds maybe. Oh, dang. And you know what? It's too bad Adam's not here because he would have something to add to this about something that happened to him this week, too. But we're going to save that for when he comes back. That was a really good story. That's because he sucks. Yeah. You know, Adam, I was talking with Adam uh, before the show about this, and he was saying that's why he likes the HVAC 2.0 method is because you're You're just just asking questions. Yeah, you're just asking questions. What do you want? What do you want? How comfortable do you want to be? Yeah. And then you just lay yeah. out some options, you know, it's and, options. Exactly. Yeah. Which is um, options. Michael, I would really, really like, I, and I think we could be fair. I think we could be fair, but I think, and, and anybody that's watching this, put the word out there. I would totally be willing to have a genuine conversation with any one of these big time YouTube, Facebook, famous mm-hmm. business owners that want to sell. I want to talk to them. I want to hear their side of it. I want to know mm-hmm. what they think. I, I'd, I'd be willing to do it. I want to tell I, them what I think of them, honestly, and then see yeah. what their rebuttal is. Like, it's I just fair. think, I, I just think you manipulate people, you know, like, yeah. Anyways, that's, that's fair. Uh, Mike Housh, Housh yeah. says surviving off of repairs is more of a commercial thing. Is there higher money repairs overall then? Yeah. And that's fair. Okay. That's, that's a good point to mm. make. And again, 
you know, um, full disclosure, I don't understand the sales side, right? I'm not a sales technician. So maybe everything that I'm saying is just plain stupid. I don't know. Maybe, you know, it just doesn't. I've done residential home appliance repair, but never like the HVAC side of things. And even when I did home appliance repair, I was, uh, I had my own franchise for a while, a home appliance repair franchise, Mr. Appliance. Uh And, uh, one of their things was pushing these maintenance programs, like home warranty sort of thing. I wasn't very good at it. My fucking business went under, man. Like we, we went bankrupt because I'm not a good salesman turns out because I don't like to lie to people. And I'm very upfront about stuff. Like, yeah, uh, your shit's broken, but I can fix it. That shit over there, I can't fix. So you should replace that. This one I can fix. So let's move on with that, you know. Herman uh, and Big Clive said a big thing. It's the same thing here. The uh, the big gas utility companies seem to be a little shysty around here. They have, like, they hire their own, I guess, companies. And they go around, and it could be something so simple. I forget one house. Um... It was a rental I went to, and they called me after because uh, a, a utility company, I guess, a subcontractor they owned, said the guy replaced your unit. I'm like, why? And they're like, telling, oh, it just it shuts off, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I went there. What happened is it's a rental unit, and they closed off and made another entrance. So they closed a room in. So the hot water tank, the furnace was in there. They didn't have not enough primary air, blah, blah, blah. All I had to do is get uh, Bring a pipe from inside the from outside the wall, bring it into the hot water tank. Bam. It's they were mm-hmm. in there. You gotta change the unit. You gotta change this. You gotta do that right away. No questions asked. Like, that so, just uh, reminded me. I I know what story you're talking about now, Chris, that Adam went through this this week. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been great. That so so great what story. what Hamilton said, how I, I wouldn't I'm not gonna do this because it's not my style, but mm-hmm. what do you think like someone who has reach? How do you think I would piss people off if I made a video? I wouldn't. That's not my style. That's not my thing. I'm not making controversial crap, but I'm just saying in general, like that'd be interesting, you know? Yeah. And you know what I think about? So, and I'm, I'm speaking in generalities here, right? So generalities and stereotypes, that's my world. And as I look like the, at this millennial group of kids coming up, you know, these kids who, uh, how do I want to, I, I'm not going to be politically correct. They, they can't seem to fix shit. You know, they don't, they're not good with their hands. A majority of them, you know, and again, I'm speaking in generalities. So you have this whole group of kids coming up that really don't really get their hands dirty. They don't know much about much, you know? And I think, I, I think the sales aspect of it, you know, these sales guys we're talking about, these, these snake oil salesmen, I think they're just going to get bigger. They're going to, they're going to grow because, I kind of feel like the, this next generation, next generation, aren't going to be able to call them on any of their BS. I don't know no. what do you think, or you, or do you think maybe since they're going to be so computer savvy, maybe they will just I don't know Google shit and they're like, hey, wait a minute, I googled this and it says I could just run a pipe through the wall and do like Joe said. They're going to yeah. download an app and learn how to fix it. Weren't we those kids in the past? Yeah, true. You know. So, you, so you, do you, do you think it's going to get worse or better? This whole sales swing this influx i think it's going to get worse i think it's going to get worse because as 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 these companies so if you guys haven't noticed in the last 20 years these companies have gotten bigger and bigger these sales companies and right now if you don't already know private equity companies are coming in and buying up all these 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 residential companies they're even buying commercial and private equity is just consumers that put their money into a pool and buy it right so 
we're just doing it for profit. So when you get private equity buying refrigeration and air conditioning companies and then residential air conditioning companies, they're going there just to corner the market so that way they can increase their sales and increase revenues. And again, I'm a business owner. I'm here to make a profit. I, I am. I have to make a profit to stay alive. So I understand people have to make money. It's just the way some people are going about it. I've had my own arguments with some people, especially at the beginning of the whole craziness that we just went through with the pandemic. I had some arguments with people because, uh, and I, you know, I tried to back off because on the internet, I don't know, whatever, but there was some really large West coast companies. And one of them was, was, uh, he posted a video because he was happy that one of his, uh, the, the, the main CEO of the entire business, he owns multiple, um, branches of his business, but one of his branches was uh, on the news in their area and they were touting how they sell these devices that clean the air and do, and it was it was a lot of they didn't here. say anything illegal but it was just skating the line at the beginning of the pandemic when everybody was nervous and anxious and I called them out I was like hey that is messed up and then we had this back and forth and and I was like look you're you're you don't know if this does any of that stuff you know you don't know a single thing about what it's doing and uh uh, hold on just a sec. I'm gonna let someone in right now. Yo, what up? Hey, hey, look, it's, it's Mr. Fancy Frozen screen. Yeah, Mr. Calling, Mr. Fancy's in here right now. What are you doing from his Wi Fi potato? Who's, who's you coming in here to say something? Um, I was just gonna hey, say, yeah, you, uh, I'm actually on a road trip to one, uh, <laughs> I'm on my way to a sales convention right now. Oh, 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 you you're going to the big one in that. Vegas, huh? Yeah. yeah. You're going to the big sales convention this weekend in Vegas? You're going to learn how to rip off old ladies and tell them yeah. their <laughs> surface rust on their heat exchangers. Tell them their and diapers they're seconds are away from protected. dying. Yeah. Are you wanting to tell stories right now, or do you just come on to make a joke? No, he wants to say something. No, I was just, I thought I would be funny, but it, it didn't didn't land very well. It was well. pretty funny. It doesn't, doesn't pretty funny. work well. Yeah, it came out pretty awkward. So, all right, my internet sucks. Right. I got to go. All right, yeah. we'll see you later. All right, well, so, you know, awkward, again, there's there's a lot of different people out there, and we'll change the subject and get to normal stuff. But that just irks me when, when, you know, these companies are out there selling death to old ladies. I mean, when you have to go to a sales training that teaches you how to tell people they're going to die mm -hmm. if they don't do what you're going to sell them. No, I don't. I don't that's, like, that's I said, like I said earlier, if your technicians go to more sales training than actual technical training... You might have a, you, you might be a, 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 one of these, um, yeah, deceptive companies, if you That's will. That's true. It's true. But, you know, mm -hmm. hey, anyways, let's, let's get off the pin or finger pointing at these people and move on to something. Yeah. Cool, let's get so. the fingers out of our butts and, yeah, get move, to some move, other better news. Move on. So, who has a better topic to talk about? Uh, Joe, Joe, shoot. Joe gets to pick it. Um, I got that VFD issue. I was talking to Joe about earlier this week. No, we're gonna we're gonna make the we're gonna make Joe uncomfortable, and we're gonna make uh, everybody out there uncomfortable because until Joe no, it's starts really talking, funny. We're if just you if you guys it. ever notice, like when Joe gets really uncomfortable, his nipples get hard. Watch, yep. that's where I want. That's my nose. I'm picking my nose. <laughs> I picked the wrong I person. I passed now. I passed. Yeah. You screwed uh, up. So I get a, a I don't know how to what work is this, this stupid what is thing. This? Where's Adam? Hold on. Yeah, I don't know how to work this stuff. I was picking my nose. There we go. Label is off the motor. How can I find it? What capacitor would need? Oh, that's I hate when that happens. But there is so, actually an equation. Go ahead, Joe. Is that, is that your nephew's shirt? 
No, it's mine. I'm just Bro. getting bigger, dude. What can I say? Let me help. Let me help this guy. Hold on. Fucking I want to see what this John guy's Cena for. over here. So Caden says that I was talking about air cleaners back to you, on Mark. Monday, and Caden, I may I don't remember what I said about air cleaners, but I can probably guess what I said is that I don't understand them and I don't completely understand what they do. So therefore, I don't feel qualified to sell people on them. Okay, but I do. It's not that, and, and I'll be honest too, I've sold air cleaners before, but if any of you guys have heard the story about the 30 something air cleaners that I sold to one client, I literally tried to talk them out of it because mm -hmm. I didn't believe in the science I and I tried to get them to let me install economizers in what I believe in and what I know works. Now, I may be ignorant in the fact because I don't understand the science behind air cleaners, right? And Clive's tried to explain about ionizers and different things like that. Um, but I, you know, I still, it's, it's one of those things that I can't see. You know, and so it's hard for me to understand how it works. So I'm not going to go much further trying to push that crap. That's you a know, good I point, just, Rory. What did Rory say? I didn't see it. That's a joke. Got out of oh, Joe got out of speaking again. Well, that, that's typical. Being yeah, a nice guy. Yeah, Rory. See, he knows. Just being polite. I was trying to answer the guy who was asking a question. The fellow that's tech a cool in the hint, chat. Yo. He was yeah. answering, you know, asking a question. So I'm answering him. Hey yeah. Joe, when are you gonna send me one of those hats? That's actually a cool hat. I'm not even being sarcastic. Oh, cool. Well, when you're cool enough to wear one, I'll get you one. Shit. Well, actually, you get, you get, you're not wearing the Are you wearing the HVAC overtime? That's yeah. the only hat that trumps this hat. That's um, the only hat I. You know, get. I would oh, wear an gosh, HVAC overtime hat, but it's wide underneath. Yeah, so you know, I don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's Hold all on. dirty. Sue, let's check out. Why are we showing off hats now? Uh, Blam! There you go. Oh wow! Go. Look at this. This is see. Nuts. There you go. But oh, look at my fingerprints are making it dirty. Oh, oh you, don't wear it at work. you don't wear those hats at work. Can't see. They're too good to wear. Uh, it's wear a, it's like it's almost like you got a dome light on. Bill, how did you get a green one? I have a white one. Hey, 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 hey! Not the question. I, I know question. people. I know people in the industry. <laughs> Oh man. So, so this week for me was just a basic week. It was kind of slow. How do, I don't know about you guys. This is something interesting. This is throwing like me off. So I got to take that off. Um, this is something oh, interesting. Yeah. How I can't California do people do that. They got the brim flipped up like that, dude. I can't do oh, it. Oh, I hate that dude. That's so it hurts. Weird. It hurts my head. Yeah. For me, um, look, we got John McMasters in the chat tonight. What's up, Mickey Mac? Mickey Mac. That's right. Leroy, wash your freaking hands, right? Hey, so, Jesus Tilapia is here tonight. Who else we got? Weasel Box. I don't know that guy. Furioso. Chipmunk. It's white for an autograph. Yeah, that's that's it's maybe white someone for, else will autograph it. I don't autograph point, it. Yeah. I'll autograph it. It's kind of strange to me. Hey Chris, do you ever hear about um because you're in the industry more uh, than any of us, uh smoke sensors in the floor? No. Somebody so what, what, what's context? Are we talking like in a hospital or something? Restaurant, like that? I believe. I believe no. it could be a hospital. Good point. It could be a hospital. No, I, I could think more on an institutional level. Yeah. Schools and hospitals. I could think. I mean, smoke sensors, you can put them in a lot of different places, but why the floor? But doesn't know, smoke settle above the floor? So good point. why the floor? I I don't know. I, mean, I believe someone mentioned that to me. Doesn't heat rise? Well, I don't know if heat rises is the right term, isn't it? That um yeah, I've been I've been corrected on that one. It, because it does smoke will go to the top because I remember happen. I remember when as a kid they always told you to get down on the ground and crawl to the sure, nearest sure. because yeah. the smoke will will rise yeah. to the top. Yeah, I don't know. 
So oh, when you like, let me ask you guys something. So during the week, do you guys get, and I'd be curious about the people in the chat too. When I have a normal week, if, if I have personal things to do during the week, it stresses me out. So like this week I had, um, I had a dentist appointment one day and this is all after work stuff, but I always have to get off early cause I'm a super early person. I, I literally, my dentist made a joke. They're like, you're always here an hour early. And it's like, yeah, I, I always get places an hour early and then sit and wait. Cause I can't handle being late. But when I have things planned during the week, I get stressed out. Like I like my normal work week where I just get to go to work and do my thing. And then, uh, today I had to get home for a conference call, uh, Wednesday I had a dentist appointment and it just stresses me out. Like I just, I hate doing anything other than my normal routine, which is like normal work stuff. A lot of, I agree, Chris, I just wanted to get back to this just one second. One guy saying, uh, oh yeah, HVAC, uh, at uh, yeah, I had some on Liebert units for computer rooms. Is that the smoke sensor? A lot of guys are saying could it be another sensor, but nobody says. Uh, I wonder if it's true because I'm I'm pretty sure the gentleman that told me is like, oh yeah, they had sprinklers come up, like the sprinklers came and everything. They, they had no clue. Nobody told them they were drilling or something, and bam, done. Sprinkler. Now I know in computer rooms they do all kinds of cool stuff. Um, yeah. But I've done some hospital work in the past and they would uh, it, it almost looks like heat trace, but it's not. But they would have these little ropes ran around the building and their water sensors and they would literally run them around um, the, uh, the the Liebert units and stuff. So that way, because everything was water cold. So that way, if there was ever a leak, if any water got on the floor, it would trip those sensors and set off, you know, all the alarms to yep. let them know there's there's water on the floor in the server room. But I mean, they have all kinds of crazy stuff like that in hospitals, you know occupancy sensors smoke sensors they're all over the place and they're, they're always doing levers and smoke one time uh me and another guy we installed a oh my God. just like a, a drain pan in a lever unit and it's one of these heated drain pans and it's kind of hard to describe but the way the drain pan came it came with a, like a, a, a lid on top a metal lid you know everything's already encased you know heaters inside and everything you just slap it in bolt it down plug it in sort of deal right so we did that, bolted it in, you hooked the drain up to the side of the pan, bolted it down, plugged it in. And uh, when we turned it on, we couldn't tell right away because everything's inside and goes up into the vents, of course, and then out to the server room. Now, keep in mind, these server rooms have very, very expensive uh, uh, fire suppression systems. Uh, I forget the kind of gas that they use, um, but they use some sort of gas and it'll kill you. So I'm standing there with my one. hand at the disconnect and the other guy is like, yelling at me to turn this thing off and i don't know why because i'm looking the other way and i was like okay i'll turn it off then i turn around and i see all the smoke is coming out of the vents mm -hmm. and it turns out inside that drain pan if you take the lid apart and disassemble everything there's styrofoam underneath the element uh i was like well, why, why would they yeah yeah why would they send us this whole thing pre-assembled ready to go and then put styrofoam on the inside like we had to unbolt everything take the whole thing apart to get yeah, to the styrofoam. I mean, it's the stupidest thing ever. Everybody's Hayline, saying Hayline Hayline that sounds chat. right. Yeah. Did you see where this guy HVAC Atlas said that they were probably downflow discharge units, and it was a supply smoke detector. The floor had supply grills. Oh, that makes sense because on some sense. of the server room ones, they'll 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 pressurize the floor and then come up through the servers with mm -hmm. the air, so the air will yeah. blow down, right. pressurize, and come up. That's the um, only way that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, the cool thing, uh, you know, I mean, it is kind of neat that we have the ability to come on here like we are right now and literally just talk to each other and question things. And then people in the chat can, you know, it's it's kind of cool that we have this community. It's nice that we to learn. Use. Yeah. Cool. You know, it helps learning. Staying humble. 
staying yeah. humble and uh pot gummies they really help with <laughs> yeah i don't know nothing about that <laughs> unfortunately yeah. I, I i didn't take one today because i have to go pick up my Should've. daughter but be cool no, if you did pick her up after this um what was gonna say bill that uh unit what, what was up with that old thing you you posted about in the group oh that mammoth yeah that what is stupid that stupid mammoth unit i've never heard of this brand before but uh i've heard of it have you? have you is it who makes it it can't just be like i don't know who makes it but they make giant boxcar units for the roof and stuff the mammoth oh, units yeah yeah so this thing's 41 years old it, it's that's uh, one of those old ass systems that's been bastardized it has a, it's got a lot of different issues it's tripping off on low oil pressure but they're being replaced in 10 weeks so we're kind of just getting them to just keep going as best we can for now without sinking a whole bunch of money into repairing them because they're they're being replaced in 10 weeks we're just waiting on the equipment to arrive uh-huh what so are they doing are they are they like makeup airs or are they actual full-on uh, yeah they're tempered makeup airs yeah oh cool yeah they're stupid they're old and stupid i hate them <laughs> no, i don't really hate them they're just my old. nose itches jesus is giving me a hard time because i got coke nose today pretty bad yeah i was telling him it's <laughs> never happened on a friday so and i don't, and I don't even have mustache up, yeah. hairs tickling my nose anymore so there's nothing to hide it from anymore <laughs> I was thinking about growing my mustache out now that you mentioned it. Oh, dude, when I shaved my beard off, I left my stash and my my wife and my kids free. That was awesome. I left man. it there I for think a couple hours. Awesome. Random <laughs> thought of the day. That was yeah. awesome. You don't get answers on the internet by posting a question. You get answers by posting the wrong answer on the internet. That hey, that's the truth. That's that you also get truth. lit up. You also yeah. get lit up by everybody. Like I, so I made this uh, little video. Spoiler: I made a little video this week about uh, my run-in with a chiller. Now. In my video, I must say this three or four times. I'm not an expert at chillers. I don't know much about them at this right. point in my career. Right. But uh, I, I feel like the, this video was a, a good look at uh, maybe like the inside of a, a guy learning it, I guess. You know, I'm just going through learning it, trying to explain what I know about it, saying what I don't know about it, asking the audience for help, you know, asking the audience, like, hey, you know better than me. Put it in the chat, you know, and it's not one of those situations where me not knowing is really affecting the system operation. I mean, essentially, because we got other guys that are going to fix it right. if I break it, sort of deal. But I think it's a, uh, it's an almost too humbling video. I'm, I'm going to put it out and see how badly I got tore up. John is asking what kind. I think you got to spoil that to him because he hey, is F you, John. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just felt you guys like are competitors that. now or what? <laughs> No, no, me and John actually worked for the same company. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What was wrong Crazy. with the chiller? Can I say anything? What's wrong with it? Well, what was wrong with it? Was there anything wrong with it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's got an intermittent issue where it'll... Now, I, I talked to John about this chiller before, about a different issue. But now, it uh, just recently started doing this. It's going off on EVAP... What is it? Um, EVAP water freeze alarm. Hmm. So... As far as I can tell, that the uh, looking at the manual, and I'm probably requoting this wrong, but looking at the manual, the best I can make of it is that the alarm, which is set for like I think 38 degrees, uh, the water cutoff set point is 44 degrees. So somehow the water in the heat exchanger is hitting 38 degrees. Now, I have some theories that uh, there could be scale buildup um, in the heat exchanger itself that's slowing down the water, maybe uh, insulating that, that heat exchanger, because I don't really know where the sensor is. Is there buried. like a delta that has to maintain? 
Yes. What that Let is. Let me ask I don't you this. Know. I'm ignorant to this. Are you running straight water? Glycol solution. It's a 40-ish mix, 45 mix. Really? And they still have it 50, set 50, at 30. 38 degrees on that? Yeah. Hmm. I guess that makes sense because you're comfort cooling. You're not bringing it any lower, so 38 degree. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I mean, it, it's not going to freeze still. It's, I think, the like negative 10 with a 50-50 yeah. mix. So it's it's not at risk of actually freezing, but um, and it's got water flow alarms and water flow sensors on it. So I know it's not the water actually slowing down or as far as I can tell anyway. Um, cause we just had that issue. We solved the issue of low water, low water. Um, and now we got this, so I don't know. Yeah. How's just saying, I mean, and again, we're just using logic here. How's just saying low on charge. It's no different than air. Just water is the medium. Yeah, and that, I that, guess that was one of know, the things we also, uh, considered. Yep. And then that's something to think about, you know, when, when we start getting like, I've never worked on a chiller, right. And it could be intimidating. If I walked up to one, I'd be like, uh, but really when you step back and kind of think about it and like break it down, okay, it's just like an air conditioner, but it's just using water, you know? Okay. So water is what we're cooling now. And it kind of gives you is if you can kind of calm down and think about it, I'm sure you kind of rationalize things like that a little bit, Bill, right. Walking into some of this big fancy stuff. It's true. Kind of. Yeah. Going back to the glycol, Jason mentioned it as well. I wonder why they have so, such a high mixture. Like, why they need such, like, you know, it's crazy. I hear there's some guys who will, uh, they'll, they'll take a system like this mm-hmm. and they'll drain it and they'll fill it 100% with glycol. The whole system f- just filled with glycol. I would feel and like you would hurt your pump. Trying that's to what I was thinking glycol. too. Like, I, I know you would hurt the pump. And, yeah. and plus, like, I've read that uh, anything over, uh, don't quote me on this guys but um, anything over like 50 or 60 percent mix you're really not you're not getting any better burst protection you know gotcha it, it's it's I now know. to be fair too i don't know completely what they're doing but majority of the time at my local supply houses when you buy glycol it is not straight glycol it's already diluted to a certain oh, it's already extent mixed. yeah it's already mixed you can buy straight glycol but a lot of the times it's already diluted down to like 40 or 60 percent or whatever it is um, um and then you'll you'll dilute it even more if you need to for snowmall like system, we we mix them ourselves like uh, the the ratio uh-huh. john is saying 30 percent max like you were saying chris so like you're saying max he sees usually but mm. and then i don't know like what house says there are interest intricacies to things but it can often be broken into basics and, and, and he's right yeah that's a yeah that's kind of where i was trying to go earlier but you have to be careful and know your your limits too you have Absolutely to know too. when to call it and say all right, this is over my head. I would love to play with it for hours, but I can't just. Yeah, I would love charging. to play with it when there's a guy who knows what he's doing, like right yes. next to me. So I can say, can I do this without destroying it? Because yes. I mean, like, take, for example, this chiller that I'm not real, I'm not an expert at. So this chiller, it operates on the basic, you know, the fundamentals of thermodynamics, right? But yeah. the sequence of operation, the controls, the, the computer program that it uses, like, that's that's not all rules of thumb. Like, that's manufacturer specific the you know the the way they have the um the compressor staging you know all that stuff is is figured in by genius engineers so that's the stuff where it gets a little in depth clive says it was working until you touched it i oh my gosh today i gotta tell you guys a story so i went out to a, a service call manager called me and he says hey my ice machine's uh, making a screaming noise and it's a hoshizaki ice machine so in my head probably got a bad water pump. that happens just uh-huh. not water pump they scream they the bearings go bad in them so picked up a 
ridiculously expensive water pump because hoshizaki is so proud they know their shit don't stink mm. and uh it anyways we drove out there to the customer and i had my apprentice with me and we're going to change the water pump so i uh before i turned off the machine i let my apprentice here because he got there a few minutes after me i let him hear the water pump it's clearly bad it's got bad bearings so we're going to go ahead and change it we brought one with us so we walk over to the breaker panel and i turn off the breaker and i noticed something when i turned off the breaker the breaker tripped it was weird i turned it off and then it popped into the middle position and i'm like what the hell? okay whatever so we did our thing and then i went to go turn it on and the breaker tripped instantly and i'm like okay so i go over to the machine and the machine was off okay so i go back to the breaker and it trips and i'm like there's no load on it there's nothing i know for a fact there's nothing else connected to it so in my head we have a bad breaker okay because mm -hmm. when you turn it on boom it trips and it won't go on so i go uh after and again i know there's nothing else connected to it so i'm completely safe i turn it on and off a few times and finally it stays on okay um anybody out there you don't want to reset breakers if it's tripping it's tripping for a reason okay so in this situation i know we have a bad breaker but i got it to come back on and i go and grab the manager and i said hey you guys have a bad circuit breaker and he goes and he looks at me with this and i've dealt with this manager before he looks at me with a perplexed look and he goes what do you mean the breaker's bad and i go the breaker's bad i go let me show you your machine is off there's no load on that breaker right now it's off at the power switch let's go over to the breaker and turn it on turns it on boom it trips and he goes well, how do you know it's bad? And I go, there's nothing connected to it. And it's tripping. The breaker's bad, dude. Well, it doesn't make sense to me. And I go, well, I know that means it's bad, but I don't understand it. And he's looking at me with a side eye and I can tell he's rolling his eyes and he's, and I'm just, I want to smack the dude upside the head. I go, dude, I don't change breakers. This doesn't benefit me at all. I'm telling you, you have a bad breaker. So that doesn't make sense to me, you know? And it's like, the I hate that, dude. <laughs> you know, like I, I said, all right, here's the deal. I got the breaker to reset. Mark yeah. my words. If you call me this weekend for your ice machine, I'm not coming out. Right. Until you, mm. yeah. Plain and simple. Get the electrician to change the all breaker. Right. Clive says it could be a short in the wiring. What about the uh, the wiring going from the breaker to the unit, like the whip maybe? or It, it could be, but it's not. But, but yes, Clive is right. There's always the potential. Um, sure. I know because this place has history and I've seen this happen there before. And oh, to be fair, we, I've tried to tell them to change this breaker before too. Okay. So there's, there's history with it, but it's just a noise to help me. So yes, Clive is right. Um, the next procedures would have been to pull the, the load wires off the breaker, then try to energize it and see what happens. Um, I know from the past, I've done that before that the breaker is bad, but still it just frustrates me, you know, and the customer's just like, well, I don't understand. I'm I like, don't dude, know which shoe goes on which foot. Yeah, the dude upside the head. Real quick, not to uh, I don't want to get too in depth into this, but easy heat and cooling was talking about absorbers. I'm pretty sure he's talking about absorption chillers. Have you, have you guys ever looked into absorption chillers? No, I've I've heard someone they, try to explain them to me. They are before, the wildest like, thing to me. Yeah, it's yeah. the wildest thing. Like, there's no compressor. There's not a compressor in an absorption chiller. <laughs> it's Crazy. all. Like I can do it no justice to explain pumps. it, but um, there's a YouTube channel, The Engineering Mindset. He's got a fantastic video that explains absorption chillers with with all sorts of pictures and diagrams cool. and words and stuff. And words, it's got words, words, got words word up. No, yo. he does actually some really good videos. He does and he some explains great things. videos. Um, I watched a video after the Texas power outage. He explained why and what happened when that happened. Like yeah, what? Lithium bromide, salt, heat. 
and it's really interesting listening to him that that engineering mindset channel is awesome for sure yeah, yeah these absolutely. these absorption chillers i i can't even like can you imagine being the guy who like thought of this like what if i take this and lithium bromide then i do this and i heat it up and then it evaporates and it goes up and then it then it does all this other shit i i, I don't know it's it's wild it's a wild concept to me yeah definitely yes. interesting you know what else i get to and a lot of the people and and i feel like we have a few people from um european countries watching this right now i know clive's over there but it's also interesting to see the amount of comments that i get from people from the european countries that are just mortified by what a package unit's wiring looks like on the inside they lose their minds because that's not how things are done over there i don't know if it is up by you joe but like mm -hmm. do your package units do they just run wires like through like fake channels and different things like that that aren't legit like through the roof or through no like, no no in a package unit so like in a carrier package unit yeah. like the wiring is just a mess like and inside the actual unit yeah inside the unit no it's not bad no that's i can't complain no there i'm i see i i feel like you have the same stuff to us up there i feel like your your stuff is set up the same from what i but, see oh yeah go ahead what do you see yeah. tell me what you see maybe i could relate no, no, no. I'm just saying in general, I get comments all the time from people in the European countries just oh. criticizing the the wiring in our package units and in our equipment. Like they're just dumbfounded. Really? And there's what they get there is a little different. There's, from what know. I from what they're telling me, their stuff is all fancy and like perfectly ran and yeah. you know, I, wouldn't, it, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I just say it's all about, you know, consumerism. It's all about us wanting things cheaper and quicker. You know, faster and quicker yeah. and you know, the, the, we demand we, 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 as the consumers are the ones responsible for the cheap equipment out there. And the, the, the fact that things don't last anymore, it's us, it's I us mean, bitching yeah. about the prices constantly yeah. wanting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Right. And when that happens, say you have the best manufacturer in the world, you know, but then if he has all this competition, that's cheaper than him, eventually that amazing manufacturer is going to have to dumb down his quality to keep up with the other guys. So that way he can compete with their pricing. And eventually it just drives everybody down, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, we'll, I'm just hmm. reading something here. Uh, See Jessica's in the chat there. So all the time we'll speaking of Jessica there, I was listening to um, HVAC School podcast in a while back, I don't know, a couple, week ago, two weeks ago, I can't remember exactly, but uh, Brian Orr did a, a podcast about working with difficult people. And, I didn't uh, listen to that one. I it was, it's a it it's a real good episode. It really yeah. is. It's got a lot of good leadership points in there. I remember Jessica called in and spoke about it. Uh, but yeah, it's got a, it's just filled with good information. Like I actually took notes on this one. Like there was a couple of things I wrote down. Um, you know, the my biggest key takeaway in leadership is you have to be able as a leader, you have to be able to tell people things in the words that they need to hear, not in the words that you want to say it. Hmm. I might, I might not be repeating that exactly the way Brian said it, but uh, I was like, you know, that does make sense. Some people tend to sugarcoat things. I used to do that quite a bit and I could never get my point across. And I was always confused about that. So yeah. now now I just say, excuse me, sir, you are a dumb shit and you need to stop being a dumb shit so we can have a better working relationship. <laughs> there's a lot of dumb shits out there there's a lot of dumb shits there really really is they that this whole place is just full of them <laughs> and they're fertile they're very fertile, fertile. oh yeah 
<laughs> hey, you more can't, you can't tell someone they can't reproduce. So. No, but we should. There should be a test for oh, it. Oh, there should be a test. There should be a test for it. There's a test for everything else in this world. There definitely should be a you test for that. You can't get a driver's license. You can't buy a house. You can't buy a gun. You can't do lots of stuff without tests. But they're like, yeah, have all the babies we want. We got lots of money as a government. Yeah, we'll support them. We'll support you all. No problem. We'll you support got... all nine of your dumb shit kids. What's your, uh, since uh, I think I'm changing the subject after that comment. Um, Damn kids. Did you did you guys see that post about trucks? I know you you probably seen them in around people posting about their trucks having messes in, in trucks. You're what not talking you about those stupid ones where they lift the front and lower the back, right? No, 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 not a California okay. truck. I'm talking no, that's about that's not like, a California thing, bro. That what's is it, not a what no, is California it? either lowers them or lifts them evenly. We do okay. not squat our trucks in California. Oh, is that so. what they're called? Squatting yeah, called squatters. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about work trucks in the back, like how how messy they are and whatnot. It was in the group, and I just want to see uh, what you guys say about it. Okay, so a messy work truck is a disorganized space, but at the same time, when I am busy and it's super, super crazy outside, I don't want to clean my van. My van inevitably ends up to be a giant mess. Now, what are the downsides to that? The downsides are is that my parts get truck raped. They literally just get smashed with stuff. Yeah. They get, you know, and I end up overstocking my truck because I can't find something. So I go to the supply house and then when I clean my truck, I have five of them, you know? Yeah. But it's it's a it's a delicate balance because I can't keep my truck clean all the time. Now it's clean right now somewhat sure. because I'm not super busy. But I do agree that if your truck is disgusting, I mean, if you have rotten food in your truck, there's something wrong with you. Okay, yeah, but see, I look at it as just inefficient. It is inefficient, but at the same time, I mean, you have to be if you're being slammed and you just can't keep up with it. Sometimes life happens. I agree. Now we've always had a discussion with our employees. Look. If you open your van door and shit falls out, mm -hmm. that looks bad. That's right. That yeah. looks bad. Okay. So, you know, like one of our pet peeves is having stuff on your dash. I, I hate stuff on the dash. Oh, and that yeah. was, that would, that trait was given oh, to me by my dad. My dad used to criticize yeah. me because I would drive around with a bunch of books on my dash and he'd be like, get the crap off your dash and put it in a box somewhere, you know? You know? It bothers me because there's a, when I have shit on my dash, just even a few papers, like invoices be up in the dash, it'll like reflect into the windshield. You know, so yeah, you get that, that like the white sheets, yeah, yeah, it, or it's just distracting. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I just I don't know, OCD or something. So I think I guess we stand on the same. It, there's a fine line because I'm I'm serious. I worked with somebody that honestly, we went to customers' houses in the past, and I didn't want to open the doors of like on the driveway or in the yeah. customer yeah. because it was so embarrassing. Yeah, like, dude, I've worked with guys where customer like, sees it, your truck is going like, what the hell? What happened here? It's it just doesn't look good. It looks so, like like this guy. It looked like his truck was in a rollover accident, like moments before he got right. to the job site. And then you open up the back doors. I'm like, like you got shelves, dude. Like nothing's on the shelves. Everything's in the center of the truck. Yeah, yeah that's, that's so too much. Too much. Old Handy Luke said he works with a guy who throws bad capacitors with the good ones. That mm. has happened to me accidentally because my truck was a mess. Because sometimes, you know, I typically throw my parts away on the job site okay but every once in a while there's weird situations the dumpster's locked i'm walking out the door i just throw it in my van and i'll throw it away at the shop right <laughs> every once shredder. in a blue moon i'll go to grab a part and i'll grab it out of my van i'll get up on the roof i'll go to put it in and it's a used part and i'm like fuck i accidentally put it in with my good stuff and it is a massive inconvenience for me so you know the more we prepare and clean and organize the better and look at this Look at who's what here. What do we have here now? It's Yamo. Hey, What's up? Dirty Mexicans. Look who showed up. Oh, What's oh, up, hey. my friend? 
Phil always has to cross the line. I know, right? Yeah. Yamo is like one of my bestest friends, even though we don't talk as much as we used to. But, you know, quick little fact, me and Yamo used to do a podcast where Yamo would help me practice my Spanish, but I haven't had much time to do that lately. But every day I do think about you, Yamo. Yeah, everything uh, I think about you, too, because your Spanish sucks. Do you yeah. remember how big his penis is and it makes you happy Absolutely. and you, yep. you yearn for it? I'm not gay like you, And, and how motivating is that? There's Your nothing Spanish wrong sucks. with being gay. We just right. know Thanks. that you like his penis. That's all. I'm going to work really hard now, Yamo, because my Spanish sucks. You depress me. You make me depressed. Yeah. Practice you, with your wife. You make me sad inside. To be fair, we talked to him in private chat, so it's okay. What's he got? We got we got dogs here. Oh, hey. Yeah. It's the dog show now. I should go hey, get my dog. guys. Yeah, the dog show. You should bring yours. Like, come on. We're going to HVAC dog show. Let's go. No, no it is not. HVAC look so dog show. I draw the line at the HVAC dog show. Hey, are those the dogs that their eyeballs fall out when they fart? Yeah. <laughs> no. Or one eye's looking uh, at you, looking for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can like lick their own eyeballs. Yeah, <laughs> they're cute. Yamo, they're cute. <laughs> yes, yes. So Yamo, what do you think about a messy vehicle? Thanks, Susie. Like, do you you're think? Right. I mean, sometimes it just has to happen, you know, because you're so busy you can't clean it. Or do you think a vehicle should always be cleaned? I think a vehicle should always be clean, but sometimes we don't have enough time to clean it, mm -hmm. or sometimes we don't have the energy to do it. I, I, pers I personally, I keep the outside of my work truck clean, but the inside is another story. So yeah. I'm the opposite. The outside of my work vehicle is often dirty, um, and and it's simply because I just don't have time. Like I am so busy with everything. I'll, I'll I'll clean the inside of my vehicle much more than I'll clean the outside. When I clean Challenge the outside, it five. takes me forever. What'd you say, Bill? Well, you I just saw five. Is, I accept your challenge. You what did you it? say? I didn't hear it. I think you have to squirt an air compressor up their ass to make their eyes pop out. <laughs> Makes sense. I'm going to go to the dog pound tomorrow and get one of them dogs here. They're just <laughs> handing out for free. You're going to make an experiment. Get you know, they say me. right now that... Um, uh, like during COVID, there was uh, there was a shortage of dogs. Like every pound in animal shelter was basically out of dogs because everybody was adopting them. And then now they're starting to fill back up because everybody's back to work yeah. and they're, they're back to work. Like, I don't want this. I don't want this piece of crap dog. Yep. I give it back to the kill shelter. It's kind of sad. It is. It really yeah, is. it is sad. I want a dog, but I need to. The only dog I could ever convince my wife to let us have would be a, a dog that doesn't shed a lot and it's tiny and it never poops or pees and it only barks like once a week. Never poops yeah. or pees. That's impossible, yes. even no, for a human. <laughs> I haven't pooped in like four days. So that's, that's uh, a good uh, point there. Sorry, guys. Uh, you definitely need a plunger. Troy, change your chat to live chat. Um, it helps. Yeah, know. what's happening? Oh, you just see uh, hammies or somebody's messages, and sometimes that happens if you're not in live chat. You know, there, there's there's people though that have me blocked that I can't see their chats whatsoever for some reason. Hmm. It's it's kind of strange. It's good to but... see ha uh, Handy here. Let me just see what he's saying here. My service fan always is filthy inside, organized to the T. A diagnosed service truck can quickly be death of you. HVAC disorganized. Sorry, I don't know what I'm reading. Hooked up on here. HVAC Adeline. I agree. I wants to hear about my VFD story, Joe. Say yes, it. yes. Share yes. it. Yeah. So, real quick, 
There's a uh, train unit. I don't have much detail on this because I wasn't the actual technician that was there. So the information is fed to me secondhand because they called me and kind of wanted my opinion on things. Uh, but it's a train makeup air unit of some sort. And it's a VFD driven blower. And what is happening is the, the blower motor is just uh, overheating. The blower motor has already been replaced by train. This is a newer, it's like a year old. And uh, they already, already had a train tech come out. He said the blower motor is bad, so he replaced it. And it's still doing the same thing. Uh, so one of the guys I know went out there and on this VFD, when it's ramped up to 100%, the voltage, he's measuring voltage at the motor. And again, I don't know if this is the accurate, if you can accurately do this, but with the VFD at 100%, he's only measuring 380 volts. And this is a 480 or 460 uh, motor. Mm -hmm. And he's only measuring 380 volts. The motor is rated at 6.2 amps at 460. And he's measuring, uh, I think, like 7.2 amps at that point at, at 100. And then the lower it, or excuse me, at 100. He's measuring like just a hair over the the uh, the rated load amps, so it's I don't know six point eight or whatever. And uh, as it lowers, the uh, the amperage goes up a little bit. Um, but it, it doesn't it, like the numbers he was telling me. And again, I don't know how accurate these are because I wasn't there. But the numbers he's telling me, like it's not making any sense. Like the amp draw isn't changing as much as I think it would. Um, which I'll I'll give you guys a question here in a second about that, but. The first question is, on a VFD, when it's at 100%, you should be seeing full voltage at that motor, yes. correct? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. And then second, so if you do have a VFD, and everybody knows, as your voltage gets lower, your amperage increases, right? So if you have a VFD and you're lowering your voltage, the amperage is going up. Um, but in your motor is obviously slowing down, so it's doing less work, but it still is doing some work. So... I mean, your your amperage should reflect as the voltage goes down, right? There there should be no. Yeah, like, I don't know, man, because VFDs are tricky. Um, they're magic to me. Yeah, they they it's very interesting how they work, and I know that oftentimes you have to have certain meters that are capable. I um, guess Housh is is talking about. Uh, I don't know about the voltage. It's uh, more about the hertz, right? It's like, yeah, that could be true. Again, I don't know much about. Yeah, I'm that. not I'm not an expert. I, I I my assumption is is that it's only supposed to change the frequency, the hertz, um, and not necessarily yeah. the voltage. Yeah. But I actually did a Google search on it because I was curious about that. Um, and it actually says that it does vary the voltage and the frequency. Um, but I, so, I didn't go in depth into it. So but at 100 percent though, I would assume that that VFD would just open the floodgates and be like, here you go, man. Not necessarily. And this is why, because you can I know that you can program a VFD to to make the 100 percent different speeds. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, so because so, you can you can over you can kind of like over. Yeah, you can over program because VFDs have protections built into them, too. Mm. So you don't over amp the drive and yeah. you can you can change settings in there to get more out of a motor than what you already saw as what you thought was 100%. So how is Clive drunk and he's still saying things like the VFD is regenerating a waveform from rectified DC? I don't even know what that means. I'm sober. <laughs> yeah, and you do need, and that's what Clive's saying. You need a good true RMS meter to measure it. You do. Root and I remember the first scared. time I put my meter on there and I was like, "Why isn't it reading? You know, it doesn't make sense." And and then it was explained to me. Oh yeah, no. Hey, Weaver, I mean, it's these newer VFDs can uh, be programmed for all sorts of applications get a true RMS meter. 
and call the factory to walk you through the program. I agree. There was a there. I don't know if you guys remember that VFD that was set up. Remember, I was trying to get three phases of the house. Anyways, he had a VFD on a system, and the max hertz, max amps was the cutout amps pretty much, and my VFD failed. And then I was calling the factory. I'm like, what can we do? And they're like, uh, we can't fit another one in that box. So uh, basically, uh, kind of screwed. Yeah. What the hell? Well, <laughs> this I, is a new I, uni here, guys. I've had a few VFDs. I have one sitting back there and one in my garage that I've wanted to experiment with, but I just haven't had the time. But they're still working VFDs. Mm. Um, and it's like, oh, man, I want to I play with those things because you can do all kinds of cool stuff when you get into the programming. You can turn... Um, uh, single phase into three phase. You can, I mean, depending on how you program the VFDs, so you can do all kinds of cool stuff with that. Is that your dad yelling at Yamo? Yeah, it's my brother. He's talking to the dogs, so I have to go to my room. Uh, he's talking to the dogs. So even the dogs speak Spanish in Mexico. Books, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time we wrap this up, guys. It's been a good chat. It's been awesome. Like every time. Yeah, you guys are awesome. You guys are so smart. And yeah. Are you? Joe. Are you? Are you? Are you gonna tell me something special, Joe? Thank you, Joe. Tell me. Um, look deep um, in my eyes. Let's no. look into each other's eyes, and you can tell me. Not tell here. Me smart I am. <laughs> Not here, Yamo. Gonna save it for later. Hey, Yamo, you yeah. wearing pants? And uh, no, I didn't think so. See, Herman. I can see a tiny shadow. Oh. A little, little tiny shadow. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do any of this stuff. I'm like, how does this work? This is different than what I do over here. So, all right. Hey, okay, Mark, we forgive you, but that's it. We're wrapping this up. I'm ending it now. <laughs>